Hey everyone, my name is Eric Escobar, and I'm the Tech Talker. Last week, I covered the steps to go through when trying to remove a nasty piece of malware from your computer. If you haven't yet checked out last week's episode, I recommend you do so now. Also, brush up on your virus knowledge with my episodes on the anatomy of a virus and how to easily remove a virus. Please check out the links that I've posted these episodes on the Quick and Dirty Tips website, which are episodes 11 and 12. I've posted links to these episodes in the show notes from today's episode also. This episode is sponsored by Shutterstock.com. With over 26 million high-quality stock photos, illustrations, vectors, and video clips, Shutterstock helps take your creative projects to the next level. For 30% off your new account, go to Shutterstock.com and use offer code TECHTALKER6. That's offer code TECHTALKER6. In the previous episode of this series, I went over how to quarantine your computer, get a set of tools together, and run diagnostics to figure out what you're dealing with. I mentioned at the end of last week's episode that if you're lucky enough to be reading or listening before something has happened to your computer, there are some steps that you can take to make sure that if you get a bad malware infection, you can be back up and running in no time at all. Now, ideally, if your system was infected, wouldn't it be ideal to turn back the clock and have your computer before it was even infected at all? Basically, you would be restoring your computer from an earlier time when there was no malware on it at all. This may sound like magic, but it's actually a feature built into many modern operating systems and can be done easily on both Mac and PCs. Essentially, it's the same as backing up your computer, but it's done a little bit differently. This method of backup is a little bit different from what you're probably used to. With a traditional backup, you generally save individual computer files to another drive or up in the cloud. This is great because it saves all of your files. However, if you were to try and restore from this type of backup, you would still be missing your full operating system. So this magical or more advanced form of backup is called image backup. Basically, it will take a snapshot of your hard drive at a given point in time. You can then copy the image somewhere else or put it on another hard drive. Say you created an image of your hard drive last week on Friday night. If you were to recover from that image, your computer would boot up just as if it were last week, Friday night. Any system changes, installed programs, changes to your background or apps will be completely preserved. So you're probably thinking, well, TalkTalker, that's great and all, but why is this useful for us? Well, imagine that you took an image backup every night. If you were to get into a horrible system-crushing virus the next day, you could simply restore your computer from that image and it would be like nothing ever happened. It would be like putting your computer in a time machine and turning back the clock. Now, personally, I think this is a pretty slick way of going about recovering from a virus because there's a minimal amount of downtime and you can be sure that there'll be no lingering traces of a virus that might come back to haunt you later. Not to mention that this sort of backup could majorly save you in the event that your hard drive crashes or breaks and you need to replace the broken drive. You can simply copy the image to your new hard drive and boom, you're all set. It would be as if nothing happened at all. So if this is such a foolproof backup plan, why the heck doesn't everyone do it? Well, it's because this type of backup requires a lot of space. Basically to do this, you would want a second hard drive or dedicated network storage to be able to have enough space to keep two copies of your hard drive. One would be your original and the other one would be the backup, but they'd both be the same exact size. This means pretty much dedicating a whole spare drive to just image backups. To some people, this may seem like a waste, but if you've ever been down due to an infection or some malware or a hard drive malfunction, 
that hard drive image was probably worth its weight in gold. This episode is brought to you by Shutterstock.com. Okay, ask yourself this. Have you ever had a problem looking for that perfect picture for that newsletter or website that you were making? This is something that I run into on almost a daily basis. Luckily for me, I found Shutterstock.com. Shutterstock sources all of its images from around the world and puts them all at your fingertips. They add 10,000 images a day and they already have 26 million high quality stock photos. They have flexible pricing and you can choose individual image packs or a monthly subscription for the best deal. And what's even better is that you can download any image in any size and you pay only one price. It's simple to use and has a ton of great search features. If you haven't already done so, I highly recommend checking out Shutterstock.com. You can try it for free by signing up for an account, no credit card needed, save your images to your Lightbox, and review them all later. And once you've decided on your purchase, use offer code TechTalker6 and new accounts will receive 30% off any package. That's offer code TechTalker6 for 30% off. Now you can see the benefit of having an image backup of your hard drive but you're probably wondering just how you can perform this sort of backup. If you're a Windows user, you can set up this type of backup by going to the control panel, selecting Backup and Restore, and then clicking the box Include a System Image. This will create a system image according to a schedule that you set. This could be weekly, monthly, or even nightly. If you're a Mac user, you can download a free program called Carbon Copy Cloner, which will allow you to do the same exact thing. And one last comment that I have is not to rely on Windows System Restore if you're a Windows user. This feature of Windows is designed to keep a backup of your settings every time you install or remove a program, install updates, and perform other tasks that are kind of similar to this. If your computer does get infected by a virus, the virus is usually smart enough to get rid of the whole System Restore in the first place. And it will generally wipe out all of your System Restores, which leaves you hanging with nothing. And System Restore also does you no good in the case of a hard drive malfunction because it actually is stored on your hard drive. So with that, here are your quick and dirty tips for creating a hard drive image of your computer. 1. Make sure that the backup location of your drive is big enough to accommodate a copy of your original hard drive. 2. It is best to have your computer set up on a schedule to create an image of your hard drive so you never have to remember to do it. 3. Don't rely on Windows System Restore feature as a backup. Well, that's it for today. Be sure to check out all of my earlier episodes at techtalker.quickanddirtytips.com. And if you have any further questions about this podcast or want to make a suggestion for a future episode, post them on the Tech Talker Facebook page. And until next time, I'm the Tech Talker, keeping technology simple. 